This is MJ. I love comics and Star Wars. Right now I want to talk about The Rise of Kylo Ren, issue number two. I was too late to my local comic shop last month. I couldn't get it. I had to wait till issue three came out. So this is going to be a shorty review and then I'm going to uh, hopefully in the same day release uh, Rise of Kylo Ren issue three. So uh, quick, quick, quick review. I liked it. I would suggest you buy it if you're still willing to give Star Wars a chance like I am. Uh, it was good overall. So <clears throat> the uh, writer was Charles Soule. I really liked his, I didn't read his Vader comic. I loved his Lando comic. And gosh, I feel like he did another one that I did read and I really enjoyed, but I can't remember what it was right now. Uh, Will Slaney's doing the art. Uh, we've got Guru FX for colorist and then Travis Landon's the letterer here. So the, uh, oh, and then my cover that I actually have on the comic is from Luke fighting the Knights of Ren from the interior. So I guess that'd be a Slaney, but the, uh, uh, actual cover that you saw here, if you're watching the video version of this, was probably by Clayton Crane. Anyway, uh, which I like the cover. It's moody. It's effective. Uh, we got Luke hashtag igniting the green right there, uh, which I like. He's fighting the Knights of Ren. Like, they're in the rain and stuff, so it, it's not literal. Uh, I think Ben looks a little bit too old for what he's supposed to be, uh, but it's really cool to see them fighting, and honestly, that cover, which I think was in the back of yeah it was a preview in the back of issue one had me so so excited that i just had to uh you know get this but then i would I, I waited till sunday and they were all out so couldn't get it anyway like the cover very good uh you know fantastic thing uh the interior art i like it overall i like the look for luke um the architecture the atmosphere is really great in this young kylo's face or young ben's face is a little bit off for me uh the knights are ren i think they all look really good, uh, very cinematic, or cinematic, uh, very cinematic, all the panel layouts, like the, I guess, Sliney, right? Will Sliney, doing a great job, dude, uh, with this art, like, just the moodiness, cutting in on Luke's eyes in different places, uh, the sense of motion that's going on, the, um, like, the feeling of the passage of time, all excellent, so, you know, the sequential art is good, and then all the finish and everything on all the art looks really good. Uh, I love certain things. Um, yeah, just, I, I really enjoy it overall. Um, it's just so satisfying to see Luke. And I guess I, I want to try to talk about the comic and not talk about my disappointment in the sequel trilogy. So I, I'm going to try really hard to do that. Uh, it, I think it's really neat that Laura Santeca is in here. That's really awesome. I'd love to see more of what Luke was going, or the reason I buy this comic is because I want more Luke. And Luke is in here. We get to see some of Ben's fall. And I think that's all really interesting. I find it fascinating, this idea that he became part of the Knights of Ren afterwards and that he didn't take them away. And, like, he joined the Knights of Ren and then mastered it. He didn't start the Knights of Ren and was, you know, a master because he was the founder or whatever. Um, this main dude who, the, the guy is all scarred up, I don't know if he's just Ren and then the rest of him, rest of the guys are his knights and... Or, or what, but he seems like, he's got gray hair, but he seems a little too young, uh, I don't know, it seems weird to me too that he left his mask, uh, or helmet, or whatever, in that, uh, not temple, but like the Jedi treasure trove, or whatever, on, was it Euphana, Euphala, Euphalia, well, I'm gonna look it up, I got the comic right in front of me, so I get to flip through, which is the nice thing about getting the digital comic as well, uh, you know, as a bonus, because, uh, I get to put images up for you, if you're not looking at the video, you can be looking at the blog, uh, which is mgmanews.com slash stc for swinging through comics. It's Elfrana. That's where they are. Anyway, um, 
but he leaves his helmet there and then like I guess on the off chance that someday somebody maybe Ben himself will go there and pick up the helmet and like I don't know how he knows to put it on uh, I don't know if Ben's just obsessed with masks if there's like a you know a gyro in there gyroscope to to let him know that someone's picked it up or whatever but it, you know it's dormant it's off he uh, ben puts it on and then it lights up red and then he's able to give him a, a transmission uh, Those Jedi scrubs Sorry to be such a no, I don't like these guys um, Only one of those three is actually like a legit Jedi. And I think it's the bald dude um, uh, Wow, it's gonna say something stupid anyway, uh, but I really like the I think it's interesting the idea that Ben uh, you know, consulted with Snoke and asked him about the Knights of Ren and then had to go off and find them on his own as like part of the test to prove that he's worthy. So, you know, he goes back to Elfrana and, uh, you know, picks up the transmission and gets going. Like that's, that's a neat idea. Um, it just, you know, it seems a little silly, but then again, this is, you know, Star Wars land. So kind of anything goes. What is more interesting to me is that Snoke has been in his head since he was a kid. I don't know how young Ben was because it's years earlier. And honestly, to me, little Ben in the temple, maybe he's about 12 years old. I mean, He's almost to Luke's shoulder, but he's also stooping. But I kind of feel like uh, Adam Driver's a big guy and they're kind of tracking him to that. So I don't think he's like 16 because I would assume that this is years earlier, even before, uh, you know, the temple was destroyed and stuff. Because Ben looked a lot older than this, I think. Anyway, it's a little hard to tell, a little hard to track. And then also like Laura Santeca, you can tell he's old, but he doesn't look like that old. You would think that actually, do we even know how long before... Uh, the Force Awakens, the temple was destroyed. Is it 10 years? Because he was like 16. I think he's 28. Should, should it have been like 12 years? I, I don't know. It's a little a little confusing on the timeline. But, you know, then again, Ben in 20 years aged like, you know, 40 years from Ewan McGregor to, uh, what's the guy? British guy. Alec Guinness. Sir Alec Guinness. Anyway, um, it was really cool to see the Knights of Ren in action. And my favorite, favorite, favorite thing was just seeing Luke. Luke wiped the floor with all these guys. Um, they think they're so awesome. Uh, but uh, I've, I've been listening to uh, Thor Skywalker a lot more. I really enjoy his videos. Um, I just put them on because, you know, I listen to him. That's what, I think that's what most people do with YouTube nowadays. Anyway, he talks about how, you know, um, in his latest video about uh, the High Republic area, and he, he referenced uh, issue two here, I think, um, he was talking about Yoda and the dark side and the light side and stuff, and he was saying, like, you know, if the dark side really uh, isn't, like, he's against the whole Grey Jedi thing, and I think it's, uh, he brings an interesting point, like, if the light side and the dark side kind of contradict each other, then it doesn't make sense that you could use both or try to use both because it's like they'd work against each other. And actually he referenced something from uh, issue three is what I'm thinking about, uh, where Luke is explaining to somebody about how to use the force or whatever. And I'll get to that when I, when I review that. Um, or I, I may not talk about it because it may not be worth my while. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that uh, he thinks that the uh, Grey Jedi thing is kind of silly. And I basically agree, especially to hear uh, the explanation he gives for, like, how the Force works and everything. Uh, I find it interesting that Luke is basically touting the light side. Uh, he, he says that the Knights of Ren use the Force as a hammer, and but the light side is a blade. And he is a blade as well, which it's kind of cool to see Luke trash-talking. Uh, but I he felt a little too arrogant. Uh, I would think that Luke would be more humble. The Luke... Trash talking um, Kylo or Ben, whatever, in uh, The Last Jedi worked for me because he was coming from a place where, like, I think he really wanted to provoke him and teach him a lesson, so to speak. And I think he was more talking to him as his uncle than as his master. And 
Also, by that point, Luke had been had spent all those years alone, except for the caretakers on you know the island. Uh, but I think he it's okay for him to be a little crustier, a little more hard, uh, rough around the edges, and like that all made sense to me. And I wouldn't think you know Jedi Master Luke Skywalker in his prime would be uh, so arrogant and so cocky. That seems like it would go against the Force. But maybe I'm just thinking about God, because <laughs> uh, you know God doesn't like uh, arrogance. Um, I'm going to wrap up with one one last thing, which is that I find it interesting that Luke refers to himself as the last Jedi and says he won't be for long. But I guess that means that he's just taken on Ben at this point while he's been hunting Jedi relics, relics and he hasn't been, uh, you know, training anybody. So maybe he starts the Academy soon after this, which... I mean, I guess we're going to get to an issue three, so I won't speculate about it for too long, but that just seems, that seems kind of strange. If that's the decision they're making, that's strange to me, and I want to know what the heck Luke was doing, and I wish I wish George was still here. Anyway, uh, that's enough uh, belly aching about Star Wars for me. I enjoyed the comic overall. Uh, it was great to see Luke kick butt, and uh, interesting to see the path that Ben has to take to become Kylo Ren. Uh, oh, but the, there's something else in here. Snoke is, like, super... Uh, uh, Gotta be careful. He seems like the bad touch uncle in this, with in these two issues, the way he keeps touching Ben just makes me very uncomfortable. Um, and I don't know, man. I don't know. It's interesting. He says that Snoke is not his original name. It's his dark side name that he chose, or his Sith, Sith name. I, I don't even know, man, because they're not Sith, right? Except they are, but they aren't. Anyway, um, but then Kylo is Ben's real name. He doesn't like the fact that he's named after, uh, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi and, uh, it's funny, he says that his dad's name, Solo, is a lie. It's a fake name. It's not even his real name. Everything is a lie. And uh, I think that's really funny. Um, it just kind of tickles me. But yeah, the I guess there's this thing in there about how he chose the name, the alternate name for himself, Kylo, as a kid. He's like, yeah, I'm really Kylo. I'm not Ben. I don't want to be Ben. Ben's a stupid name. I didn't know that guy. I don't want to be Obi-Wan. I'm my own person. I'm Kylo. That just seems kind of ridiculous to me. Like, uh, I think... Um, I think some of the silly stuff in here that you could just laugh at if you want to have fun, if you're being generous, but if you're not feeling generous, you can like really be cynical and uh, snark at a lot, uh, is all a result of the uh, kick the can down the road attitude that was uh, taken when certain people were tasked to write episode seven. Anyway, but then I'm complaining about the movies again, so I'll stop. That went longer than I thought, but then again, I guess I can talk and talk and talk about Star Wars. So thanks for sticking with me. Check out mgmunos.com for more of my work. I'm an aspiring author who will gladly accept your financial support through coffee, or you can buy merch from my Redbubble store. Swinging Through Comics can be found on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and mgmunos.com slash STC. Relevant links are in the show notes. Uh, I also do some writing projects there, so you can check those out if you want. If you had a good time, like and share this, subscribe, ring that bell to catch me next time. I'm Swinging Through Comics. Uh, so for fun, I made this merch. Uh, I don't know if you're following politics or not, but lying dog face pony soldier was too good of a concept to pass up. So I made uh, merch for it from my Redbubble store. You can buy it as a sticker, t-shirt. You can put on, you know, lots of other things, a coffee mug if you want. Uh, I took a pony and I put inside of it the words lying dog face pony soldier just because I thought it was so funny. And I thought somebody out there might want to stick that on something or, uh, you know, wear it across their chest, proudly declaring what they are.